Welcome to I Bet So Hard, technology and workflows that really work. The not so serious podcast for seriously busy veterinary teams brought to you by vet to pet Listen for quick, fun interviews with veterinary professionals who've retrieved and actually held on to their sanity, happiness, and success by learning a few new tricks and embracing efficient processes that actually work. I'm Dr. Stacey Santi. And I'm Dr. Caitlin DeWild. And this is I Bet So Hard. We have a podcast today that's never, ever been done by anyone ever before in veterinary medicine. (laughs) We hope that's true. We've not actually researched that to be sure, but we're pretty confident. It's not totally proven, but probably true. (laughs) We're going to talk today about our five favorite Google features for your practice. I love Google. Sometimes I I have one friend that hates Google, but everybody else I know loves Google. It's true. It's a necessary uh, entity. I don't think you have to necessarily love it, but you can't avoid using it at this stage. But we're going to talk about how to love it and use it way better. And well, they're not giving us any kickbacks. For no, doing this. We're doing this out of the goodness of our hearts, Google. So you should probably send us a cool shirt or something. Well, and it's Google is a business that turned into a verb, like you're Googling or like, it's a whole new thing. And my dad always says, he's going to, let's go search it up. So now he's searching it up on the Google. (laughs) Nice. Let's talk about our five favorite, which to our listeners, you should know it took us a while to narrow it down. Yeah. We were obsessed with Google. It apparently. I know. I never thought that this would be true, but here we are. So my favorite, it's actually not my favorite of the ones we're talking about, but the one we're going to start with (laughs) is Google domains. And you can go to domains.google.com and you can access any domain names that you have purchased or transferred through Google. And so I think it's important to think about Google holds and owns domains just like you could get them from GoDaddy or Namecheap or Hover or any other domain service. I think most people probably, I think it's a little bit newer. So I think a lot of people probably don't have their domain through Google, but I'm a big fan because of a million reasons, mostly because I am lazy and I don't want to have multiple logins to 900 different sites for all of my things. So because I'm already signed into Google for all the other things, I'd rather just have my domain there and make sure that everything's integrated. It's a use easy, you know, user interface, things that you're already familiar with. Um, yeah. What do you think? I find the whole domain thing very confusing. Sort of like I find the whole router and modem connection all very confusing when I'm talking about the internet, like how domains are really set up and all of this. But one thing I do know is you should own your domain. No matter, like just go research that up because I see a lot of vets that have a third party service that owns the domain and they are essentially renting it. And this is bad on a bunch of levels because what we're trying to do is build some sort of client following, uh, build your business up and we're using your website to do it. Yeah. And it's a big pain in the ass if you don't own your domain, as I'm finding working with 
uh, client right now. So they actually bought their domain or renting their domain from their website company is who owns it, right? So they're in ownership of the .com that represents their business and they don't like the website company anymore (laughs) and they're switching, which is fine, but now they have to wait. It's an awkward conversation, right? You can't just be like, peace out. Like (laughs) you've got to be like, well, we're not going to use you anymore and we hate your guts, but we really need you to give that back. It's like a messy breakup. Like nobody wants that. Totally messy. So if you currently don't, if you don't know, first go find out, do you own your domain or not? If you do, awesome. If you don't, I would recommend reaching out to that provider now while everything's hunky-dory and just understanding what rights you have if you wanted to switch or they go under or you, you never know. So start having that conversation now. And, and if you're currently getting a domain, read the fine print and understand who owns it because it is a big, it is a business asset really. Yeah. And I guess we should have said from the beginning, a domain name is your www.ibetsohardisawesome.com. Like it needs to, that's your, your address. It's not your website, but it's the address at where you will live. Yeah. So I think it's just in case any of our listeners weren't clear on that. I wasn't initially. I was like, oh, that's your website. No. I find this stuff so confusing. This is like, I don't know. I find diabetes, uh, managing a diabetic Cushingoid way easier than understanding how domains work in the business world. For sure. Although I do have to read up on that because I have an appointment on Monday uh, with a cat and I have to sew the Freestyle Libre on it. And I am, I've not done that yet. Oh, I've never done that. That sounds exciting. Will you I, take I a know. picture? I will. I'm excited about it, but I, I actually do have to research quite a bit. I'm going to Google that. I know. I'm going to Google it. I literally am. That's actually going to happen. All right. Uh, what's your next favorite Google feature? Not necessarily in order of coolness. Well, this one I really love is the Google. It was called G Suite, but I think they're renaming it now to Google Workspace. So really when I realized it was a little too risque of a name. <laughs> sounds inappropriate. I'm just saying. So Google Workspace sounds more professional. Oh, yeah. It's a little boring. Um, so what this allows you guys to do is to create professional-looking emails. So, you know, we were laughing earlier. Caitlin used to work at a place where the email address was bahsbcglobal.net. Like, that's a horrible address. Or I see lots of practices using at Gmail, at MSN at Hotmail, um, you really don't want to have your email look like that at all. Your email needs to be info at, say, riverviewanimalhospital.com or info at brentwoodveterinaryclinic.com. You want to be really modern with it. And I think it's important, too, that your email address makes sense and it's easy to say. Uh, I don't know. I hate when I see emails not having the domain in there. Well, and we also found out people would try to email us at whatever our domain name was all the time because they assumed, like normal freaking people, that we would have a branded email address. So I think you might be missing out on emails. I think there's room for confusion and delay. That's never good. 
So yeah, having it makes it much more professional. And from an ownership standpoint, again, you have the ability to change them. Or let's say your employee leaves and like, let's say an employee leaves and you don't want to have to like change the Gmail password for everyone. You can do that in workspace. You can have it, you can kick them out. You can kick users out. You can add aliases. So you can create, you know, more bang for your buck and get multiple emails that redirect to one. You can add users, delete users. You can have, like, I just had an employee leave on good circumstances, but we are able to have her emails now forward to my address so I can make sure we're not missing anything. Million reasons why this is the way to go. Well, you look like a badass too, because I like saying I'm Stacy at vet2pet.com. And then people will say, oh, I've never heard of that. I'm like, it's my business. Look it up. You have a much easier one. Mine is at the socialdvm.com. And if they're not a vet, they always want to make it be the social DVM or DV, DMV. <laughs> they never get what DVM is. I still, that's a different problem, but whatever. Anyway. Hashtag I vet so hard is brought to you by vet to pet the all-in-one client communication and engagement solution that makes being a veterinary professional a lot less hard. Hey guys, this is Nicole Claussen from the Inventory Nation podcast and episode number 16 on the hashtag I vet so hard. Constantly running around like a crazy Labrador? Too much stress leaving you looking like a hairless cat? forever chasing the ball, but never seeming to retrieve it? If you're paying for multiple client communication platforms and still finding it difficult to get home in time for dinner, help is here. With vet to pet you can simplify and streamline your technology while still maximizing your reach. Rather than communicating with clients in multiple channels, you can find them and they can find you in one spot, your custom branded hospital app. And because Vet2Pet offers expert appointment management, pharmacy requests, reminders, two-way chat, virtual payment, and so much more, you can exceed your client's expectations and decrease incoming phone calls and stress. All right, let's launch into our third Google feature, which actually for me probably is my favorite one, which is Google Business. So I could do a whole nother podcast and talk about Google business all the time. But I think this is an integral part of a veterinary practices online strategy. Um, Google business is the one central location that houses your appearance on search engine results, on Google Maps, on basically any Google service, and is what gives you access to be able to respond to reviews and to change information. So if you change your hours or your clothes for the holiday, or you want to have control over the photos that represent your practice, you have to have a Google business account. There can only be one Google business account per practice, but you can have multiple admins. And again, I'm lazy and I want to be already signed in to check all my Google business stuff when we get a new review. So I can literally just hit a button and boop, there it is. So a huge fan business.google.com. It used to be called Google My Business. They've decided to really modernize in the news. That's too risque. Yeah, that was too risque. So they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to change this up and go to Google Business instead of Google My Business. 
And I'm going to do a sub feature of Google business, which is if you go to marketingkit.google.com, then you can get their social media and business marketing tools from your Google business account. That's pretty cool. I know Google makes it seem so easy now. I It's like they can read my mind. I'll start to search something up and then it will just show up. There is that easy to understand, like, here's your website, here are the hours, here's the location. It's all in a nice little wrapped up in a bow for me. So that's the part the Google business controls for the, those of us who are like me that have to learn the hard way. <laughs> well, really, it's meant to be like, and it, I mean, it is meant to kind of replace a website or serve as a website for practices or any business that doesn't have one. Right. So you can get all the info you need. So, all right. Number four, take it away. Yeah. Google Calendar is what we came up with, you guys, because we love Google Calendar. I used to be ultra loyal to iCal, but now I've left them in the dust for Google Calendar, mostly because it's more universal and it seems to play better with everybody. I can share my calendar. I can integrate my calendar with other things. It's, it's like, it's a smart calendar. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, you should see my calendar. It's ridiculously color coded, but I have multiple calendars, but I can see them all in one spot. So I can see my work calendar. I can see my husband's calendar. I can see my family's calendar. I can see somebody else on my team's calendar. I can see the clinic's calendar for the doctor schedule all in one spot. And I can send invites right from it. I can send all the information. It links with your, if you want to link it with Zoom or Google Meet or whatever else, you can attach stuff to it, put stuff in the description. It's the way to go. And if you are an iCal person, I'm sorry, but like you're alienating any of your friends that are Android, which is not me, but, and I normally make fun of those people, but in this case, I feel bad for them. So <laughs> And our fifth one, you guys, is Google Analytics. So I, as a business owner, was new to understanding Google Analytics, but now that I do, it's really amazing. You can see how many people are visiting your web pages and where they're dropping like off. Right now. Like you could look right, right now. now. <laughs> and how many people are, you know, um, is this the one where they tell you where you're calling? How many people are calling you? This is Google Analytics, right? Oh, no, that's in Google Business. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. reason. Another vote for Google Business. There you go. So Google Analytics, uh, this is. I really want to make sure that you guys know this is worth something because if you're a practice owner and you're going to sell your business someday, like this is real stuff. This is an asset. You can show that buyer how many people visit your site and what your audience is. And it's, it's important. It is important. And I think, you know, there's a lot of, even if you're not the one that goes in and looks at all the details, again, owning it. So you could, if you wanted to, um, again, if you switch website companies, they're going to have to have access. So you don't want the old website company <laughs> to have owned it. I use it all the time from a standpoint of tracking our social media, because you can actually see how many people are coming to your site from social media or anywhere else, like landing pages or the newspaper. I don't know, whatever, <laughs> like other sites you might have out there. Um, so from a, a social media and a referral source tracking, it's really great. If you're looking at like, what's the top page that's visited on our website or are they leaving it in two seconds? Cause it totally sucks. 
that information lives in Google Analytics. And having gone through a practice sale, um, this is absolutely something that is asked for at, they want the handover of, of all the passwords to all the things, but they, they want this information because even if they're switching website companies, you don't want to lose that historical information of how people are finding or visiting that domain name. And at this, at this stage, we've, a lot of us have had websites for like what, 20 years or something. Right. So if you're it's important. Old- you should own it, even if you don't use it. You can add admins so that they, the people that are nerdy, that like me, that want to look at it, they can. But you are ultimately the owner, and you can change who has access and when. So basically, Google's the shiznay, I will say. Um, better by getting like a mug or something. something. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining, you guys. We look forward to seeing you next week. And if you have a second, give us a like. Give us a rating. Um, and tell a friend about us. We like to to meet more people and, um, you know, educate them about fun stuff like Google. Take care, you guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of I Bet So Hard. Don't forget to head over to ibetsohard.com to download our top five takeaways from this episode. We'll see you right back here. Same time, same place next week. Until then, here's to putting your technology to work for your practice.